You are Locked On Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another Locked On Browns podcast. My name is Jared Mueller. I am your host. Thank you for stopping by. You will hear me Monday through Friday for all year long, covering your Browns in a variety of different ways. Uh, hopefully you checked out yesterday as I talked about where the Browns were in week three, who to blame, and some of the positives coming out of that game uh, against the Miami Dolphins. And so uh, just an exciting uh, time to be a Browns fan, even though the Browns are 0-3. And so talk a little bit about that a little bit later, because uh, many of you are wondering what Jared is talking or maybe have uh, used to be excited about the Browns. But we'll talk about that soon. Today, I want to talk a little bit about kind of a postulate on what could be. And so, as I said at the end of my uh, Browns podcast yesterday, I was heading up to uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers media day. So I met Chris Manning up there, uh, chatted with him for a little while, along with a bunch of other guys um, who I know from Twitter, but maybe haven't met before. And so Chris and I had met uh, at least once prior. It was just good to, to see him and to see all the Browns. And the interesting thing, and something I'm going to put up on the Wine and Gold Report, uh, where I do my Cavs coverage for Scout, um, is that the Cavs really um, didn't seem that excited. Uh, They ended the curse, and they had the huge parade and all of those kind of things. And so Media Day is really their turning of the page. And besides some things on the wall behind them and for some of the pictures, you really didn't see a lot or even really hear them talk a lot about their NBA title or being excited about their title. Instead, you heard them talking all about next year and what that could look like. And even for some of them, they almost seemed oh, a little bit of a let down uh, from the response uh, or their response to winning an NBA title. And it, it begged the question to me as a Browns fan and as a, as a member of the media covering the team, What would it look like when, maybe if, but when the Browns actually start to be competitive, when they start to actually win? I believe the Browns are two to three years away from being a very good team. Obviously, a lot of that depends on on getting that quarterback in place, but I believe in the system that Hugh Jackson wants to put into place. I believe in the uh, front office so far and their ability to draft. And with all the draft picks they have, they can fail a few times and still have a ton of very, very good draft picks. So I believe the Browns are two to three years away from being very, very good. Hopefully the fans and more importantly, ownership can be patient in that process because once they are good, it's possible that this Browns team has laid a a very young foundation along with multiple draft picks coming up in the next few years to be good for years upon years. And so you think about if next year the Browns draft really actually draft their quarterback of the future, um, that means that quarterback, 10 years, could be very good for 10 years, you know? And so what would that look like if the Browns were good, competitive? Maybe they don't win a world championship. Maybe they do win a Super Bowl. Who knows? But what happens when the Browns start winning? Right now, with a team that is 0-3, obviously the answer is pretty easy. We would be really excited for an 8-8 eight eight season, especially if that 8-8 eight eight season has the development of a young quarterback and 
and this young roster starts to develop and come around. And, and then we put together, you know, the next year, bringing in a couple uh, big time free agents to kind of fill the biggest needs on the team and, and really use that cap space wisely before we have to sign the young guys to their second contracts. And, and all of a sudden we're looking at a, a 10 and six an 11 and five team that, that has aspirations of maybe even making to the Super Bowl. How will the media react? How will the fans react? How will the town react? Because no matter what, this has really been a Brownstown first. And so I just wonder, you know, from the fans' perspective, will the 8-8 eight and eight season, will the 10-6 and six season get them start to get them excited? But then will their expectations rise to the point that a 10-6 and six season, a playoff season, you know, having kind of the Cincinnati Bengals level of success where they're constantly competing for a playoff spot, but never really in the conversation as a Super Bowl contender. Will that be enough? It wasn't enough in LSU, at LSU. Les Miles was just fired after four games this season, and he is consistently uh, competing for a high-level bowl berth, eight, nine, ten wins a season down there in, in Baton Rouge, but it wasn't enough. That fame-based, that organization, technically a university, but we all know it's an organization, found out what it was like to win under Nick Saban and then with Miles in his first few year, years with Saban's kind of core group, they saw what winning was like and their expectations were raised. And so how will Browns fans react to a if their team becomes Cincinnati? Good, not great. Will they become like New England where the expectations are so high that anything less than really a Super Bowl title, or even a little bit less, over that 10-year span of this imaginary quarterback, whether that's Deshaun Kaiser, Deshaun Watson, or whatever, over that 10-year span, could they become like New England, where it's just expected to win? It's kind of like the Cleveland Cavaliers right now. They're just expected to have a very, very good regular season, and then expected to win a title. And anything less than that, or at least a very, very competitive series with the big four that the Golden State Warriors are put together, anything less than that will be considered a disappointment to the fans, to the players, and to the media. So I just wonder what it would be like when the Browns start winning. Will the excitement give way to higher expectations? Or will the fans and the media really focus on the success that the team is having? Will they want more, or will they be satisfied? Will they start to raise expectations in a way that at some level they become those conceited fans that just believe their fan their their team is due? Right now, obviously, we would all be really, really excited just to possibly see that happen. We have a glimmer of hope that the Browns have some foundation of actually talent on their roster of some young guys who can produce. So the idea of having 10 year, a 10 year window with a young quarterback seems like fantasy. And it is at some level, it's the fantasy football of let's simulate this season so that we can get to the NFL draft so that our team can bring in a Miles Garrett and a Deshaun Watson, or can bring in a uh, Deshaun Kaiser and a Jabril Peppers or a Nick Chubb, um, or whoever else that is, some high-impact players, you know, with the high picks that we have both in the first and most likely the second round. 
you know, getting excited about that, about all that is is really fantasy. But it's important that we we stay in the moment now. For Cavs fans, we remember the development of Kyrie Irving and Tristan Thompson and the, the real hope that Deion Waiters could really become something and create this dynamic backcourt that never really came to be. We remember Tyler Zeller seeming like the perfect pick-and-pop kind of big man who can clear the lane, can hit some baseline jumpers, can can hit from the foul line. We remember the excitement of the possibility that Anthony Bennett uh, could be this hybrid, small forward, power forward, uh, round mound of rebound, Charles Barkley type of strength, but able to shoot the ball from outside and just athletic finishing on breaks, uh, kind of our new Amari Stoudemire. We remember all of that, and we remember winning the lottery. We remember winning the lottery again. We remember the hope of the NBA lottery. When you remember that, it made the NBA Finals loss two years ago, it makes it okay. And it makes that NBA title all the more sweeter. If and when the Browns start to win, it's important to remember these times. It's important to remember all of these turnarounds and new regimes that hopefully we're done with. Hopefully Hugh Jackson is here for the long haul. But what will it be like, Browns fans, when we start to win, when we start to expect to win? How will you react? Do you think you'll become like those New England Patriots fans that it's title or bust? Will you appreciate it until it's the Cincinnati Bengals and who have real, really not uh, inspired anybody that they can win a Super Bowl? Will you start to get frustrated after three or four or five years in the playoffs? Or will you look back to this rebirth since 1999 and realize how great it is just to have a competitive team to cheer for? I don't know the answer for myself. I know the first year will be exciting. But what about after that? Will I forget? Will I get greedy? Will I assume that my team deserves something? I don't know, but I can't wait to find out. Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code boom to get $30 off your first month. That's boom. Talkspace.com slash boom. B-O-O-M. So is it possible that that winning starts this week? The Browns face off with that team in Washington um, at one o'clock, like all the Browns games besides their Thursday nighter. And so the Redskins uh, are one and two, oh and two at home right now. And so the Browns obviously are oh and three, oh and two on the road. Does the winning start this week? The reality is, is Washington may be similar or a little bit worse than the Cincinnati Bengals might be stuck with their quarterback. Kirk Cousins uh, got the franchise tag and has struggled. So this year he has three touchdowns and three interceptions, 989 yards. The yardage is good, but we've seen from him significant struggle being consistent. So unlike in games past where the Browns faced off with the somehow amazingly hot rookie Carson Wentz, uh, the veteran Joe Flacco, and last week Ryan Tannehill, who has his ups and downs, but obviously has some talent. 
The Browns this week face off with a worse version of Ryan Tannehill, someone who they made life really, really tough on, and a running game that has really, really struggled. And so as we kind of do our preview of just Washington and where their team is, it's interesting to look at a team that many people were excited about, many people thought uh, could really take that next step if, if Tannehill couldn't take that next step himself. And so what do we see? So far this year, they're, again, 1-2, and two, a 38-16 loss to the Steelers, a 27-23 close loss to the Cowboys, who are starting their rookie quarterback. And then last week, their win against the Giants, 29-27, is impressive. But again, a lot of breakdowns there uh, that offensively, we're not sure really who this team is. So when we look at some of their stats, Right now, they're, they're 330 yards a game passing. That's second in the league. That's great. Their rushing game, though, is 29th in the league with 75 yards a game. And so you wonder, is this something where the Browns' defense can kind of take that next step? Can they put themselves in position to be successful uh, against a Washington offense that throws the ball all over the field but is really spotty and inconsistent with that and really has had to do that because their rush game has struggled significantly. And then you look at their their defense. They're 29th in the league, giving up 30, basically 31 points a game. And so while we look at the Browns defense and wonder about how bad are they, you have a Washington defense that is near last in the league in pretty much every category. Uh, and so yards, 1,274 yards. Um, it's 63 more than the Browns uh, and ranked four spots lower. You know, there's a defense that, that just really does struggle. And so um, outside of Josh Norman, not really any big names uh, that pop off the, the page at you from Washington. Still some talent. I'm not trying to minimize that. But I think it's going to be important for the Browns to really take advantage of that defense uh, that um, hasn't really been good this year. And so another winnable game for the Browns, just like Miami was, just like Baltimore was, just like we thought Philadelphia was, can the Browns take advantage? You know, the the Washington rolls out Ziggy Hood. Uh, Ryan Kerrigan is a name some people know. Uh, The one that I would really uh, circle for you to look at is Preston Smith, a player that many loved for the Browns. Thought could be a really good pick for them in the second round last year. Six foot five, 270 pounds, uh, outside linebacker. Preston can really get after the quarterback, can really make a lot of plays. Uh, the stats don't always show it with him, but last year he had eight sacks. This year he's down, uh, hasn't had any sacks yet, um, but can really make a lot of plays. So it'll be interesting to see if Preston Smith can kind of put his mark on this game. Their safety, D'Angelo Hall, who was converted from corner, is out. And then you have Norman, who tends to stay on one side of the field. Um, Whether he will then shadow Terrell Pryor will be interesting to see. But again, is this the week winning starts? While the Browns last week should have won the game if it wasn't for kicking, you wonder if that that resolve and that guile that seemed to be building after they had a double-digit deficit can kind of turn over into this game on the road against a Washington team that maybe has gained some confidence after their win last week, 
but still has some significant limitations on their roster. Can the Browns take advantage of that? Or, or will their passing defense, which continues to struggle, put the Redskins in position to win the game and to nominate the Browns and to push them to 0-4 without Josh Gordon, waiting for the New England Patriots in Week 5? Where will the Browns be after this game? For me, I think we have to take an honest look at Washington and realize this isn't a team that should scare the Browns. This is a team the Browns should go into expecting to win, which is Hugh Jackson's kind of catchphrase. But any type of expectation of winning, it should be this week before next week, what we all assume will be Tom Brady's onslaught on the Browns, taking it out on the NFL for his four-game suspension. So this week, just looking at Washington's quick overview, it's possible that the winning starts this week. How will you react if the Browns go into into their New England game 1-3 with a pretty convincing win over Washington? How will you feel knowing that the Browns could be very easily 3-1 if they beat Washington? They should have beat the Ravens. They, they needed to stick with the run. They should have beat Miami as long as the kick goes through the uprights. And if they beat Washington, we have a Browns team that's 1-3 that could very easily be 3-1 and one going into Week 5. How will you feel then? I know for me, again, the results don't matter. But it's the excitement of knowing that the Browns are competing with a bunch of young guys who are developing, with Hugh Jackson really getting his feet wet in his first season with the Browns after only one season as a head coach. That gets me excited about that two, three years down the road when they do get a quarterback and they continue to bring in a bunch of talent. What about for you? Will it be too little too late? Will it not be enough because they've already lost their first three games? Or... Could Cody Kessler and the Young Browns really start to get you excited about maybe not even two, three years down the road, but how competitive they can be this year in some games? It's a big question. It's a big opportunity for the Browns to start to turn that narrative around that they're just tanking the season. Washington provides a great opportunity for that. The rest of the week, we'll break down some more about Washington and Cleveland, some of the keys to the game. Um, But for now, Thank you for stopping by this Lockdown Browns podcast. I'm your host, Jared K. Mueller. You can get with at me on Twitter, at Jared K. Mueller. That's J-A-R-E-D-K-M-U-E-L-L-E-R. Thanks for stopping by, and go Browns.